0: Welcome to The Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Hey guys, so we realized there's some issues with the audio quality in this week's episode. We just wanted to apologize for that and let you know that we are changing our setup and updating some of our equipment. We should be back up to full speed next week, and we thank you for bearing with us and stopping by to listen.
1: It is, once again, the Mosaic of Mary, and I am Pastor Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist Church out here in rural (laughs) Pennsylvania County, Virginia.
0: Out in the country.
1: Out in the country. And I've got Miss Mona, um, born and bred in Buffalo, New York. (laughs) Well, sort of. Uh, Sort of, kind of, in a sense. But now she's down here in (laughs) God, Learning how to
0: be a Southern. That's
1: right. (laughs) So we're glad you guys are here with Miss Mona. How are you?
0: I'm good. It's good to be here again and um, continue our conversation in
1: Ephesians. Man, we have got some stuff to tell you guys today. So, uh, Miss Martin, I'm going to let you lead the way here today.
0: Well, we're going to start in verse 11 today. Um, In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things, according to the counsel of his will. Um, And so I wanted to start with we have obtained an inheritance. And what exactly is that inheritance that we have obtained? Heaven. (laughs) <laughs> okay. And as we, as we have obtained an inheritance, we know that we um, are, once we become um, believers, as we accept Christ's gift of salvation, we become joint heirs with him. Um, and so we in- become, we inherit all of those things that rightfully belong to Christ. They now rightfully belong
1: to us. If you look back just in this chapter as we get going here, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed mm-hmm. us in Christ, here's the key, with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Yes. I was thinking as you were talking there, um, I was saying about John chapter 1, verse 12. Who lives in the house? And, and I know Paul, I think, talks about this... Um, and somewhere in in romans romans or jesus talks about it sort of a confidence there in john chapter eight i think it's actually john chapter eight talks about the son Um, when your son the son lives in the house yes Uh, the slave scripturally speaking does not and he's talking about those that are slaves to sin and those that are unbelievers but it's the son the children that live in the home that have all the rights. All this is good stuff here. That have all the rights, the privileges, um, the way of of the dad. And so as we're here talking about this, all you do is say yes to salvation. Jesus did all the work. He was born of a virgin. He lived a perfect and sinless life. He died on a cross for sins that were not his but for you and I. And then you cannot have all that. Had he not rose from the dead, then it would have been useless. But then on the third day, he rose from the dead, defeating death, hell, and the grave. And then as a result, all that will accept him, Mm -hmm. all that will place their faith in him, all that will say, you're the Lord of my life, all that will be born again, all that will, you know, there's so many terminology, so much terminology you could use. All that place their faith, their trust, their hope, and hope I do not mean as a hope so Um, salvation but their hope for their future that is absolutely um out there he is our blessed hope yes i'm telling you one day if you don't look around right now you're not looking for the blessed hope i don't know when you will
0: right or if you don't hold on to that hope in the midst of everything that's going on right now
1: and that's the easiest crown to get isn't it yeah just to be looking for the for his coming
0: that's a crown yes
1: I swear I do rapture practice all the time. And anyway, <laughs> well, does, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, so that's the inheritance. So let, let's dive in on that thought about inheritance.
0: Um, well, when we think about, um, What will we inherit? And as you said, we inherit it as sons um, that we are part of. We don't come in as servants. We don't come in as um, outside of the family. Um, I think uh, I don't know if at one point I mentioned that, you know, we're not just invited over as friends, but we're invited over. We're invited into the house to become part of the family. We are adopted into the family and we become children of God.
1: So, yeah, in Romans chapter 8, if you, you look at that out there with us today, in verse 14, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Right. Wow. Yes. That's right. good stuff. Yep. See, and you know, earlier when I made you giggle and laugh, when I said heaven we we do look at it, that is our ultimate inheritance. Yes. But we inherit the traits and characteristics of our father mm. now.
0: Mm. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's deep. Me too. And so I, I believe in, and I don't want I don't want to jump way ahead of us, but I do wanna deal with, with something real quick and it's still tied in part of that inheritance is to look more and more like dad. Yes. And so if you were to continue on there in Ephesians and jumping from the inheritance, having been predestined according to his, according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. And so seriously, we had this long discussion (laughs) about predestined and whatever. So let's not jump off inheritance yet. What else we got about the inheritance? I don't know what do we have. <laughs> no, no, nothing else. Well, we have John. So let's talk a You're little bit about go, heaven. Yeah. We're gonna go to First John uh-huh. chapter three.
0: Yeah.
1: Here's our inheritance. I'm gonna let you find that. But you know John fourteen, he talks about if I go to prepare a place for you. It's a rapture passage. I understand that, but it does give us a picture of the coming inherent inheritance. Mm-hmm. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. So our inheritance is involved with being where Jesus is. So that leads to the question: Where is Jesus? Jesus is in heaven. Yeah, right. Where is heaven? Wherever Jesus is, <laughs> wherever God the Father, God the Son, God wherever they are, that's heaven. People ask me, especially young people, "Hey, preacher Hank, where is heaven located?" Um, wherever Jesus is currently located, wherever God the Father is at. It. I, I don't. You know, we all say up there, or you know what? Can I just? I'm gonna chase a rabbit for a second. <laughs> It drives me bonkers when people say, "You know, I've been talking to the man upstairs." Yes. <laughs> I have I have literally gotten to and I will say this, you've never heard me do this, but I'll do this people. I'll be like, "You got somebody living in the attic?" <laughs> he is not the like man so upstairs. <laughs> He is the God of all creation. He is the God of the universe. He's the God that spoke everything that we see into being. He has a name. His name is God the Father. His name is God the Son. His name is God the Holy Spirit. Do not, do not call him the man upstairs. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, not sorry. Wasn't sorry, not sorry. It drives me bonkers. Uh-huh. Why can we not say the name Jesus? Right, right. The man upstairs. The big man. He has a name. Yes. Call him by his name. Right. He would do much better.
0: And if you want to know more about the names, you can go back to our previous podcast. Yes. And um, as we talked about the names of God, because those were really good.
1: Yes, they were. <laughs> hey, so go to 1 John chapter 3 and um, somewhere about verse 2 or 3 there. Really, it tells about what. So first off, our inheritance is heaven where right. Jesus is. That's the place. Right. What about us? What does our inheritance look like? What we're going to be like there. So
0: I'm going to start in verse one. Um, says in chapter three, see what kind of love the father has given to us that we should be called children of God. And so we are the, the, the goal is to become Christ-like. Mm-hmm. And, and so as we become saved and we have that salvation, um, then our sanctification is God working through us so that we do become more Christ-like. And, and yet what does this say? That when we get into heaven and when we see him, we shall be like him. So that sanctification will be done. It will yes. be completed.
1: How amazing is that? That is right? amazing. Think about this. So our inheritance is that to be like him. That means you're taken away from the very presence of sin.
0: Mm. Yes.
1: No sin in heaven. Yes. There's a song I won't sing, it, but there's a song that says no sin in heaven, no sin in heaven. Um, You know, the... Sanctification looks this way. You're, if you want to break it down, which it's salvation too. Um, at the moment of salvation, you're taken away from the penalty of sin. Mm-hmm. As we live, you dealt with this in our last episode, whether people know it or not, <laughs> you were dealing with it. You're taken away by from the power of sin. Yes, right. It does not have to rule and reign. And you're like, matter of fact, it should not it rule should, and reign. Yes. And then ultimately, when we do draw our last breath or we go by rapture, we're taken from the very presence of sin. Translated, we will have glorified bodies that there's no trace amount right. of sin in us. Now, how ding-dang good is that going to be?
0: <laughs> That's going to be awesome. That's
1: going to be amazing. Yes. If no thought. I mean, no thoughts that are impure, no actions that are impure no desires that are impure. Mm-hmm. You know, people ask me all the time, what are we going to do in heaven? You know, because they're like, are you just going to worship God? Well, apparently you've never been in a worship service <laughs> like I've been in a couple <laughs> times, number one. And number two, I don't really know. Right. You know, other, other than worship, I know right. we're going to worship. I, I know that um we're going to be at the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, we go back, once again, I told you last time, that you need to be reading and thinking things through as you read them. I I think about just the fact we're going to see Jesus. Yes. And I crave that. Yes. I don't really care what else I do. Right. You don't understand out there. If your thought is, well, I'll see Jesus and I want to go on. Do you not understand who he is and what he did for you? Right. Now, how all that going to work. When I'm there, you're there, everybody there, and we want our moment with Jesus, I don't know i don't I'm not on that committee, but I know God's got it worked out right. the fact that I, we didn't talk about this, this last time when, I believe that when God remember where he's at now, he's sitting at the right hand of the Father, but when Stephen was yes. stoned, yes, <laughs> the Bible says Stephen looked up and he saw Christ standing, standing. up, mm-hmm. I believe when we die. I believe Jesus stands up to greet his children,
0: yep.
1: Yep. his brothers, sisters, Great. and he's the one that welcomes them because he's the one worthy to do it because he's the one that took the nails.
0: And he's the one that opened the way for us.
1: Exactly. tore the veil.
0: Yes. Yes. tore the veil and, um, and opened that way for us to get into the presence of God. We can, we get into the presence of God now, but we also are able to get into the presence of God then.
1: Another part of our inheritance yes. to be in the presence, presence of God. Of God, right? And think about you know Revelation chapter four, that great passage there, when it talks about that there's a complete rainbow, mm. um, around the throne, and just a little sim uh, symbolic stuff, work here. You know, the comp- when do we see rainbows usually? After a storm. Yes. And so the fact that it is a complete rainbow is a picture of and a and it is symbolic of there are no storms in
0: heaven. Mm, I like that.
1: So also in that same passage, it also, to, to further emphasize that, the the sea is crystal. Uh-huh. The sea is a picture of storms and raging and foaming and all that. Well, there's none of that. None of that. And it's also a picture of separation. Mm. What separates us from Europe? A sea. Uh-huh. What separates us from... And you can't walk on unless your name is Jesus and Peter for about right. <laughs> 30 seconds or so, whatever it was that he walked on. But if it's a crystal sea, you can walk across it. So there's also no separation in mm-hmm. heaven. So that does tell me that not only will I see Jesus in my inheritance, but I'll also see my daddy,
0: uh-huh.
1: my grandma, right. grandmothers. Right. Um, think about that and you'll be with them forever. Yep. So there's no more, and I tell people, and it, you know, when my daddy died, some of my words came back to me. It's not really a goodbye, it's sort of a see you later. That when you see, when I see him later, I'll never say goodbye Um, again. Yes,
0: and how wonderful that will be. Yes. And there will never be um, another time when you will have to not see him and not be with him. And it, and it's the same with, um, but you have often said, and especially in the midst of losing your dad that, um, but first your first desire is to see Jesus. Oh yes. And I, and I hope that's what I hope that people will cling to that. You know, seeing Jesus. Yes. You'll get to see those people that you've lost here on earth and you can't wait to be with them again. But first and foremost, you're going to see Jesus Mm -hmm. and you're going to be in Jesus's presence. And then that just makes being with those that we love that we have lost even better, so much better because we're there in the perfect presence of Jesus.
1: Yes. Think about, um, you know, some of you out there and, and people, um, have made the statement before man it's good. They, they look at their inheritance as they get to walk on streets yeah. of gold i told you i was right. gonna say that yeah. some say well we're gonna go out there and streets are gold who cares what you're walking <laughs> on man i want to i want to deal with one other thing too that just uh, I i know why people do it but the truth is that's not our inheritance we do not become angels yes in heaven God's already got enough. Right. We become saints. Yes. We don't grow wings. We don't sit on clouds and play the harp, which is good because I cannot play the harp. <laughs> um, you we, it's that picture. It's such a false narrative. Though. Right. Um, and I know somebody listening. You're going, oh, uh-huh. what? I'm sorry. Listen, above anything else, I want to be a biblicist. Mm-hmm. And I want to be faithful to God's word. And God's word does not say we're going to become angels. Right? We're not going to sprout wings and okay. fly away like that. Oh, we'll fly, but because the angels will come get would, us.
0: Why would we? Why would he make us angels when right now on we are greater than angels? He has made us better than angels, so why would we become angels? Yeah, it would
1: be lowering would be, yourself. Yes, right, it
0: would be a demotion, so why would we want that?
1: And, and angels, oh, my land, we could go on. In, in First Peter, I think it says... That the angels desire to look yes, into. They, yes, they
0: want what to know about the salvation that they we They don't
1: understand it. Right. I, I said many times, can you can you not picture from the angels' point of view? So, whenever God created angels, whenever, out there before the creation of the world, mm-hmm. I, create, I, I don't know, we don't read about creating angels in creation stories. So, my fault is they were there before. Right. But so, whenever he created angels, it was always a trinity there
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then he sends gabriel to talk to this little teenage girl and says that you're going to be filled with the son of god that we dealt with last time and then the next thing you know jesus is gone mm-hmm. one third of the trinity is no longer in heaven and can can you not see the angels going what are in the you world doing? Happened, what, right? what, where did he go right and then oh here's a great question And why is he going? Right. And could you imagine if God the Father decided to say, "Well, He's going to purchase their salvation," and you got to think, angels like, "Why? Look at them. They are nothing that Uh you created them to be." Because here's why. Think about this. We're the highest of all God's creation, Mm -hmm. but we've hurt Him the most. Yes. I mean, chickens still cluck. Dog still bark, pig still <laughs> I couldn't make a wink. <laughs> Cats still meow. But the ones created to worship him. Mm-hmm.
0: The ones who were created in his image. Don't. Don't. Right. And don't live that way.
1: And so I have to believe that the angels are going, what? And so then they see him and he's he lives perfectly and they're fine with that. And they see him, and they're like, Oh, this is cool beans. He's doing that, man. Look at Jesus. You go, Jesus. And then to see him when he's arrested. Mm -hmm. And to see him when he's beaten. And to see him when he's crucified. You ever thought about this? How much of an uproar was heaven in?
0: Yes. Right. Because Jesus said, (laughs) "I, I could... I could say the word and have a legion of angels at at my disposal to free me. And I I can see and you know, that they were probably up there going, yes, come on, bring us on, let us do that. But no, that wasn't part of God's plan.
1: I mean, think about it. In the Old Testament, one of my favorite names, Sennacherib, (laughs) when he was, (laughs) Sennacherib, however you say it, I just love the name. It's one of my favorites. He's about to destroy Jerusalem and... One angel killed 180,000 soldiers in one night. Hmm. You know that legion of angels, I'm with you, had to be been going, God, if you'll send yes, us, it'll take us about word. one second. Right. We'll grab him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: First off, we'll defeat them and kill them all. We'll grab right. your son and we'll bring him back to heaven right. with us as if Jesus needed that. Right. And then God the Father hides his face. Mm-hmm. And then, can you imagine, I know some, you guys probably think I'm crazy out there, but in my sanctified imagination, the moment he drew his last breath when he said, it is finished, the place in heaven had to go completely bonkers. Uh Yep. God died. We don't ever put it that way. Right. God died on that cross in his humanity. Right. But, and then, then the work, you know, and we could get into this one day that he took captivity captive. You know, people also want to know, what did Jesus do in those three days? Well, Jesus was doing stuff.
0: Right. He was, he was working. He was God working. God was working. There right. were things. Right.
1: I could throw out something else that people might not think about, um, but I'm not. That <laughs> um, I believe I may tell you afterwards, and we may go off on that in, a, in another session. Um, but then that third day. Mm-hmm just as now all hell's going crazy because they think they've won i'm and i've said it before i wonder what happened in hell when the, his pinky moved <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it did for or I wonder if he just sat up right and then all heaven rejoiced right. in a uh, another bonker way of right. he defeating death on the Great. and they so said then he's then, then I, I just believe he went back and forth you know, I, I, no, you may not, and I'm not trying to, I'm not going to die on that hill. We're not going to flesh that out. I believe that those times when the, the disciples didn't see him and he was not there, I believe he was just in heaven doing whatever and being seen back and forth here on earth. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not dying <laughs> on that hill. But then when he went there to stay until the rapture. Right, right. Can you imagine as he walked down Main Street of Hallelujah Square <laughs> and had the, you know, one old preacher said, Satan's the only, only, in, imp- only dude that owns a store that don't even have the keys to his own shop <laughs> that Jesus took. I'm gonna to talk about grace. Jesus took the keys of hell and put them in the trophy case of grace,
0: yeah,
1: because yeah. he controls it, yep. So, anyway, I, I know you guys are gonna complain, and I went off on that rabbit trail, but we get more caught up. I don't even know how I got on that. <laughs> race, we get more caught up. I, I, I sort of do about walking on streets of gold, and that sort of led me there about seeing jesus what is wrong with you
0: right
1: who cares right you're not gonna be floating that's how i got off on it (laughs) but you're gonna be seeing jesus man put the first thing first
0: right
1: so that's our inheritance yes right well if that don't get you excited because miss mona's over here she's squirming man and she's like so excited (laughs) We think about getting the party up to go to heaven that's today, right. man. That's right. And by the way, if that's not you, check your salvation. Mm. Are there other things I would love to do here on earth? Absolutely. Right. But if the rapture could occur this second, sign me up.
0: Come, Jesus.
1: Come. Even so.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: anyway, so then here's the part that this moment didn't want to touch. <laughs> So then he leaves that. He says, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to counsel as well. So here's a question. Pastor Hank, do you believe in predestination? No, I do not. But I do believe there is predestination out there. Okay. Here's what it is. It's not for my life like I fall down the steps and break my ankle, and I'm going, well, glad I got that over with. (laughs) No, I am predestined in my life. God, flip to Romans chapter 8. Right. Go to the anchor passage, I believe, of all Scripture. And I firmly believe that you've heard me say that many times. Just to remind you, favorite book of the Bible is 1 John. If you could only give me one book of the Bible, um, it would be 1 John. Not because it only has five chapters, but because it... Um, it has um, 32 times in five chapters things that you can know. Right. So that's my favorite chapter. My favorite verse is what you quoted earlier, and you quoted our last session, um, John 10, 10, um, the second part. Um, he came so he could have, we could have life and have it more abundantly. But if you gave me one chapter, it would be um, Romans chapter 8 because right. it's an anchor chapter for all of Scripture. Yes, we're not i'm looking at our time it's flying (laughs) from us so anyway here's what it says we read verse 28 and we know that for those who love god all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose then he says for those whom he foreknew so what is your best definition of foreknowledge
0: well just that he knew it ahead of time
1: Uh, Simply basic,
0: very basic but very true
1: he knew before right Simply put, right. So those he foreknew, translated, he knew that Mona Selden uh-huh. would at some point mm-hmm. become a Christian.
0: Right. Well, he
1: knew the day. You know, right. he knew all the circumstances. So he knew that. He also predestined. There's that word. See, sometimes we, as as Christians, when we're scared of something, like we talked about the Holy Spirit, we run from it. And I'm not scared of predestination. It's in the Bible. You gotta right. deal with it. Yes. Um. Predestined here, but here it is to be conformed to the image of his son. Our predestination and his desire as he wants us is to be more and more like Jesus. Right every day
0: and we um, we did deal with that a little bit um, when you. we talked about well we didn't use that word predestined but we talked about being conformed to the image of his son um, when we talked about the misuse of Romans 828 or the misunderstanding right. I would say that not misuse but the misunderstanding of Romans 8:28 and so that his, his God's desire for us, is to be conformed into the image of his son that's what he wants above all else he wants us he wants us to be in relation with him and then when we are he wants us to be like his son
1: and that's why I also believe here here you go, your favorite word here scripture interpret scripture yes first John chapter 3 verse 2 says we'll be like him yes his desire is full see we see now like through a, a dirty glass mm-hmm but when we see him face to face, that's when we're taken away from the presence
0: right,
1: of sin. Right. Like, already, penalty, already powered now, and then the presence. So he wants us to be like him. Yes. That means you have to have the word in you. Yes. That means you have to live a sanctified life. That means that your life every day you ought to be closer in a closer walk, a closer relationship, and you should look more and more like Jesus every day of your life. It's the decreed will of God. Yes. What, what does God really want for my life? First and foremost, to look like to, Jesus. Yes,
0: yeah, right. And and if you look as um, in Ephesians one, and it talks about his according to his will, according to the purpose of his will, um, according to the counsel of his will, um, it it's there that he might might make known to us the mystery of his will, which we talked about last time. We covered that, but um, it's not it's not something that we have to figure out per se because it says it's it's very clear in here. Yeah,
1: very what, clear. What that will is. And then it says it and then listen and but it's not for your glory to look more like Jesus, right. So that you can beat your chest and go, right. well, I look more like Jesus and do, right. Which <laughs> right. is probably true. Right. But nonetheless. <laughs> so you can't be sitting there saying that. But look at the very next verse and our oh. time is literally gone. Um here's this. So that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. Here's what that sort of puts forth is that as a result of our salvation and our looking more like him and following his counsel, following his will, others Mm -hmm. look to us Mm -hmm. and do the same.
0: Right. And and, in that, so that at the beginning of 12 is one of my favorite phrases in the Bible because it gives you a why. Mm -hmm. And so that tells us why um, everything that was talked about in verse 11, why so that we might give him glory and bring glory to
1: him. Amen. And your life I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to leave you something for thought. You do realize we were not called to make more believers.
0: Right.
1: We're called to make
0: disciples.
1: Disciples. Yes. So here's my question. This question we'll deal with at some point. And that's what that verse is really pointing to, to the praise mm-hmm. of his glory so that others see it and want to and make disciples. Are you a disciple right. or just a believer? Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Yes. Because a disciple makes disciples. I guess
0: I know what we're talking about next time.
1: <laughs> well, we still got more meat on this bone to finish up.
0: Me too. There's lots to chew on in here.
1: Yes. Um, so who knows what we'll be next time. But anyway, so why don't you pray and then I'll close us.
0: Lord God, I just thank you so much for the inheritance that you give to us and that we can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we are children of God and that we um, are joint heirs with Christ and so I pray that we would um, at those moments when maybe the doubt comes in or the the circumstances of life try to squeeze that out of us that we would allow you to remind us of that and so that we would not forget that Um, and that we would live in light of that um, and that we would live to the praise of your glory and allow others to see that and to um, want to have that also and so Lord, thank you for entrusting us with these words. Thank you for um, giving your Holy Spirit, who speaks truth to us and reveals to us what you are saying through it. And so, and may we be faithful to um, then proclaim it to others. And so, Lord, thank you, and we love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Hey, once again, this is. The Mosaic of Mary, and I am Pastor Hank, and this is Miss Mona. And we're on every week, except for this week, <laughs> this past week, um, and um, for technical difficulties. But we're so thankful for you guys. Um, without you, we would not really have a podcast. So, um, hey, if you ever need to talk to us, Mary and Baptist Church, you can find us. We're in the phone book. We're on the web and um, on Facebook also. So God bless you guys. See you soon.